everybody. Welcome or welcome back to B&B Anime. I am Blue. That is Brad. <laughs> I'll figure out which side on these days. I am a direction somewhere, but you know what? It is okay. <laughs> and this is B&B Anime. And this week we are covering Mashal. Yep. yep. Mashal. Mashal. Um, but yeah, but we'll get into it. <laughs> Oh, now for the small talk bit that we've already 100% gotten out of the way before we were actually able to record. Yeah, so a little bit of um, breaking the illusion. I'm in a closet. <laughs> um, not just in any closet. <laughs> I'm in an I'm in an I'm in a closet <laughs> that is directly next to that wall is a bathroom not just any bathroom my brother's bathroom because i'm currently in my parents house because i've had surgery um and pipes are loud right there my brother decided right when we were about to record it was the perfect time for a shower so it has since been about a half an hour where we have just been chatting um while waiting for my brother to get the fuck out and (laughs) should have just beat on the wall hey (laughs) Get out! <laughs> We've got things to do! And, uh, yeah, so we were just chatting. So we've already done our weekly catch-up of what we normally talk about. Um, um, fun fact, even though episodes are behind because I've decided we need a buffer on our episodes at time of recording tomorrow is Bree's birthday so to the asshole neighbor happy birthday happy birthday cheese <laughs> <laughs> oh her D character will forever live as a cheese meme but also her name yeah yeah oh, love it it's good but, cheese but yeah uh, what Bree's good cheese it is not good cheese mate yeah <laughs> I will stand on this hill and die upon it. Brie is good cheese. I have had brie. It tastes like the inside of a mildewy dishwasher. All cheese tastes like the inside of a mildewy dishwasher. No, it was bad, mate. Then you had bad brie. We got it fresh. It shouldn't be fresh. It's cheese. I mean, we have a fucking market that sells cheese and that's where they bought it. Well, they were a bad cheesemonger. I I don't know. All I can tell you is that it was bad. It tasted awful. Was not a fan. 10 out of 10 would not eat again. Well, if we end up at the Paris Olympics, we'll go get some French brie and you'll change your mind. Mm, We'll talk about it. I'll pray about it. How about that? (laughs) Dear Lord, please give me some good cheese. Amen. (laughs) Oh, that's become like just such a saying of like I probably won't do it, but I'll I'll at least make it seem like I'll give it some thought. <laughs> Anytime somebody's like, "Hey, you want to do this?" I'm like, "I'll pray about it." <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, well, but you know, if when in France, do as France does. So I'll I'll try some French brie. <laughs> When in France, French. Fries? Fries. Baguette. Freedom fries. Freedom fries. Freedom fries. Because for a while you didn't like France. Just you specifically, not your country or politics or anything. Okay, so I I realize I've talked about this a lot, but I am going to reiterate my stance on this. Sides for meals should be optional. Yeah. Yeah. Because your boy, whenever he goes to a restaurant, all right, if I want a burger, I want a burger. I don't want your puny sides that come with it. However, I am obligated to get the side because for some reason, they will not take off a couple of dollars for having to go through the process of whipping up those potatoes. So if I'm going to pay $12 for a meal and not get a discount for not taking fries i'm going to take them and then i'm going to let them sit on my plate and not be eaten because i am full by the time i finish my burger (laughs) it it is awful but i it's either a give me a discount or don't give me the fries (laughs) like figure it out (laughs) 
probably on me to figure it out, but my goodness, just let me get fry or let me get a burger without fries and take off some money because I'm not going to eat them. It's not that I don't like fries because I enjoy fries. It's just I'm not in the mood. By the time I finish a half pound of beef, cheese, and bun, I do not want to consume anything else. I was going to say, that's a fully American thing, because the burgers in America are so huge that that's it. The burger in itself is the meal. It's like... <laughs> it's like either that or smash burgers. Either way, smash burgers delicious, but by the time I finish my burger, I'm done. <laughs> Fries are cold, they're soggy, they're shitty. I just, I don't want them anymore. <laughs> Get them away from me. Unless... This is going to piss you off then. My dad eats his fries first, then he eats his burger. Uh, uh. <laughs> the whole family comments on it. We're like, why do you eat out of order? And he's like, <laughs> this is just how I eat. It's just He does it every time. Okay, so we have a friend in our friend group that is like that. Whenever we cook full meals, she will only eat things one at a time. Food cannot touch, but she also will not like intermingle bites. She will first eat her chicken, then her corn, then her potatoes, then her mac and cheese. It's not just like for me, I don't give a shit. I'm going to mound all of that in the middle and then just kill it as quickly as possible because just sitting there picking at it and like, you know, eating one thing. That's such a waste of time. It's all no, going I... to the same place. <laughs> Certain meals, I'm a full mixer. Like, it'll look like slop by the time I'm eating it. Like, it's... Yeah, especially, like, Thanksgiving and Christmas dinner. Mm. Like, pile that shit all together, because it's all getting killed. In a restaurant, do I do shit like that? No. Like, I try to look at least a little bit respectable out in public, but at home, uh -uh. (laughs) uh-uh. It's like, who even needs utensils? Stick my hand down in the plate and just... (laughs) Most of the meals I get at restaurants anyway tend to all be like one thing. Because like if you get a pasta at a restaurant, it's just the pasta. Like it's not like you don't get like a pasta and then a little salad and a little thing. Like it's just like a chunk of pasta. I mean, here, like you'll get like pasta, maybe a salad, maybe it depends on where you go. But it's all typically whenever that happens, it's brought out in courses. Like your salad always comes before your meal unless they are either too busy or your server is terrible. One of the two, because I've, I have been that terrible server (laughs) to where I just forget ADHD is a bitch, especially whenever you're not diagnosed with it. I, I have not been in the food service since being diagnosed. So I don't, I didn't have anything to blame at the time. I was just an idiot. But yeah, I've been there. I've done that re- regardless. Like, it's you, it's so strange, though. Like, it's like, oh, this is not a three-course or five-course experience, but that's how it's served. But also, you don't want warm salad. You don't want cold food. So I, I get it, unless you do want those things. And in which case, why? <laughs> why? Cold yeah. pizza, I get. It's acceptable. But just other things? Cold? No. I, uh, leftovers in general are okay cold for me. If it's a leftover, it's fine cold. Oh, like, I will 100% like pull leftovers out of the fridge and eat them cold because I'm Mm. lazy. But if it's like been sitting there cold, not a fan. Unless, I was going to say, now, if I cook something and like leave it on the stove and just am too lazy to clean up at that time, I will walk by later and like eat out of the giant spoon that's in the pot, just now. <laughs> yeah, especially when like, you live on your own and then you don't use bowls anyway. Like you cook something in a in a pot, just eat it out of the pot. Like you have to do your dishes. It's just you. Oh, mate, the like, pot's now the bowl. <laughs> no joke. Like one of my favorite things to make whenever I was living alone was hamburger helper because it's cheap and it takes like ten minutes. So, like, there were nights whenever I would be sitting there watching you stream with a giant saucepan full of Hamburger Helper just munching it out of the spoon or the spatula, depending on what I cooked it in. Like, I'd be eating off the spatula. Just, like, less dishes. Yep. Fully. 
or <laughs> I would get like styrofoam bowls and paper plates and whatnot. Sometimes I would just wash the things. <laughs> just like, I right, go back up. It's fine. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> is, is this good enough small talk? <laughs> <laughs> I've just been watching um, full episodes of Taskmaster on YouTube, which is a British, um, like a, it's like a comedy show that's based around tasks. Like it's, it's mm-hmm. like a, um, they'll give you a challenge, but they're all comedians that are doing these challenges. And then um, they have like a show where they sit down, they, they show the challenges of what they did previously recorded and then um, calculate points for in no way a logic or a reason, rhyme or reason and have some good banter and then, continue joking but the the host greg and his assistant alex have a really funny dynamic and at the beginning of the shows um uh, greg will ask alex uh, if he wants to do banter or just get straight into the show and alex just goes something like i really admire you and now for the show (laughs) 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 and just says that's the banter (laughs) It's really funny. I like that a lot. Yeah, but yeah, if you want to, there's quite a few um, like British comedy shows that are like panel shows and stuff that are just full episodes on YouTube. But um, I recommend going to check check them out. They're funny, and I've they're like the clips. official ones as well. So yeah, yeah, I've seen clips of Taskmaster on TikTok, and it's like I really want to watch this show. Yeah, <laughs> they've it... got like seasons one through sixteen on YouTube. Wow. It's just Yeah. I love the concept of the show. It just it, it amazes me and I'm like I strive for that. Just the way a lot of English people are so quick-witted with a lot of their stuff. Like I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz I I think that's where I picked up a lot of my like quick-witted banter and remarks is from watching English comedians because mm-hmm. it's like that's the stuff that I wanted to strive for I wanted to be able to just like easily fire back things at people and now that I can it's like hmm this is a good skill to have but probably shouldn't use it all the time <laughs> no fully it's it's one of the things that I think it's just a it's just a cultural difference like because I definitely remember when I first emigrated as a kid I got in trouble a lot in school for just being a bit too sassy like they didn't quite get it and they didn't quite get my sarcasm either because I would say things and I would say them jokingly but they thought I was being serious or I would say things like I don't know and I just had to tone it down a lot and it's only been in the past couple of years where I've really been diving right back into watching panel shows and British comedians and stuff that um, I've like noticed that I've, I dialed it back. Like I still like do it with my family and stuff. We take the piss out of each other all the time, but like I don't do that in like work situations or with Canadian friends all the time either. Like unless I feel them out and they like get the vibe, <laughs> then then I can jump into it. But a lot of the times it's like, ah, uh, yeah, if I just called you a bitch out of nowhere, you'd be really mad at me. <laughs> like, <laughs> but like I called my mom a bitch yesterday and it was fine. <laughs> like this is this is diff- this is a different Yeah, it's it's just you you know the people that you can and can't do that with. Yeah. Like, yeah. I finally got to a point today where um, our new um, media director at church and his wife, they came over for the me trying to burn the whole house down lunch that I had today. <laughs> and um, that story is not going on the podcast because we've already had the discussion. But anyway, I finally gotten the point of comfortability with them. Like, with Sam, I'll... Like, whenever we're streaming and whatnot, like, I don't pull any punches whenever I talk or anything like that. Just because, like, whenever I'm streaming or anything like that, like, I'm just me to some degree. Like, the mask is on and whatnot, but I don't pull what I say (laughs) a lot. But we were in the Walker and Bree's office talking, and we hear his wife in there just dying, laughing, and they're talking about what she's drawing because Bree and... Uh, uh, my brain fried. Anyway, they were in the living room playing Tears of the Kingdom, 
and but his wife was sitting there drawing on the iPad and we hear them joking about what she's drawing. And so me being me, like you just see my head just like slowly peek around the corner. <laughs> it's like, y'all drawing dicks in here. <laughs> and they lose it. <laughs> it's like finally getting to the point of comfortability where you can say and do things like that or knowing who you can and cannot joke with like that. Because there are a lot of people from church that you know we're associated with that i would not dare do something like that with but you you know it's kind of one of those things you know who you can and can't you know fully banter with yeah 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 i don't know it's it's some people have different senses of humor and that's completely fine but i find it challenging when it comes to banter with authority figures because, yeah. like, you know, there's, uh, you just kind of, where, the way I grew up was very much a, like, you tone down serious conversations with humour. So, mm-hmm. like, like I don't know, like, in my family, we didn't ever really have, like, a really serious conversation until I was, like, I don't know, until, like, it was, like, something like death or something, you know? But even then, like, you joke about it. Like, you just do. And it was like, like, I remember like when my granddad passed away, we were cracking jokes pretty much the next day and he would have wanted us to. Like, it's like, that's just part of our family dynamic. And I remember being in school and talking about it with my friends and then being like genuinely disturbed that I was able to just like, for instance, call my mom a bitch. Like they didn't, couldn't conceptualize that they could do that with their parents and that their parent wouldn't immediately get very angry with them. And I couldn't conceptualize that a parent wouldn't be able to understand that their kid was joking and didn't seriously mean it. Because in my head, it was like, you only call the people that you care about insults, people that you don't care about, people that you don't like. You don't call them insults because you don't even, like, they're not even on your radar. Like, they shouldn't even be like using your energy that way and like if they if you do want to have if you it was this thing of like if you want to insult someone you don't like call them or you're such a dickhead or something you try it's like you undermine their intelligence like you you have to like figure out ways to like insult them not as as a in a name calling sense but like you you take them down differently than that which is probably just as badly. I'm not saying I'm like a moral superiority or whatever, but like name calling wasn't a thing that you do to someone that you don't like. What you do to someone that you don't like is like figure out a way to psychologically torment them for years at a time. Like, like you've got to do, you're going in for the long haul, you know, like it's, it's more intense than that, but like, it's more subtle. But here it's a lot more of a, like, you know, you, or at least where I went to school and stuff, it was a lot more of a, like, Friends, you compliment. That's a, okay. So yeah, if I'm like wearing a new pair of pants or something, and I go to my mom and I'm like, "What do you think of this new pair of pants?" Nine times out of ten, she's gonna say, "You look fuck ugly." She doesn't mean it. She means they look great. If yeah. she was to, if she was to think that they actually didn't look good, she would say like, um, "Maybe those aren't the pants for you," or like, "I don't think they fit very well." Like, I think the pants aren't great. But mm-hmm. here what I've experienced more is like with certain people I'll go shopping and I'll be like, what do you think of these pair of pants? They'll be like, Oh my God, they're amazing. I love them so much. And then I'm thinking in my head, are you being sarcastic? Like, do you mean it? Like, do you, they actually look shit? And I won't buy them. Cause I'm like, I'm like, I need you to tell me I look ugly in them. Cause then I know I that you, you like them. If you yeah. tell me they're great, I'm second guessing everything. Cause now I'm thinking you're being too polite and you won't, you're not trying to tell me how they actually look. You just, are gonna say that because you think that you're like building me up or whatever when in reality I don't I don't know what you now mean like like do you mean that you like them or you don't like them like don't be just tell me <laughs> all right let me make a note of this for Japan for if you decide to go clothes shopping <laughs> you look bad great I'll buy it it looks okay I won't buy it uh, it looks amazing I'm definitely not buying it ever <laughs> I'm going to burn it you see, it's one of those things to where, like, granted, I wouldn't take that 
over the top approach of like, mm. oh my God, it looks great. But yeah. for me, like say whenever we do go to Japan, if you're looking at stuff, it's like, oh, what do you think? I'm like, yeah, like it looks good. Like that's just my honest reaction. But also if I think it's bad, it just, it would be the whole bit of, oh, what do you think? Yeah. Uh, wow, did you see the ceiling lights? They're really... <laughs> oh, wow, you think they use LEDs in here? <laughs> They're a different frequency in Japan. It's funny how we can't see it with our naked eyes, but it'll show up on camera. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things. Like, that's... It's either that or, like, it's you, so I probably would just be like, uh, no. <laughs> no, no. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't know. That's just the way that I am. It's just kind of one of those, like... I'm just honest about yeah. it. Like, I'm not going to be fake because I've, I've been around people that are that level of fake. It's just like, yeah, that's so great. That does not inspire confidence whatsoever. Yeah. It, it's either like you be like down to earth, honest, or tell me you hate it. Cause either way, like either of those I'll take as you love it. Yeah. It's, it's funny, you see it a lot, funnily enough, on things like Say Yes to the Dress, like bridal shows, where you get people that come in and they're like, they just tear down the bride, like, constantly. They're just like, you look awful, I hate the dress, it's awful, blah, 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 blah. And they're so mean about it. And then you get some people and they're just like, you look really pretty, but it's just not, the- I don't think it's your dress. And mm-hmm. it does the same thing, but one of them makes the bride feel like shit, and the other one just is like, okay, we're moving on to the next one, you know? Yeah. And then you also get... The people are like, um, oh my God, you look amazing and everything. It's so great. And it's then there's no constructiveness for the bride. And then the bride's like, I like all of them, I think. I don't really know. And it's just such an overwhelming process that she's like, you know, and she yeah. needs her family to be like, the, you know, maybe this one or like these three, maybe you can pick between those. Like um, sometimes you just need that opinion. And I find one time I heard like, there's a difference between being nice and being kind. You should strive to be kind and not to just be nice because anyone could be nice in the sense of like, oh yeah, you look really great. And you think you're doing them a, like you're, you're just, oh, I'm too nice to like be honest about it. But you're not being nice because you're not being kind to them because although you're being nice in the moment, they're then going to think, oh, I look really good in this. But in reality, it doesn't fit them properly or the color washes them out or whatever in general, not just in clothing. And then they're going to be going around in their life thinking one thing because you've assured them that it's fine. But in reality, it's not fine because you were trying to save their feelings and you didn't want to hurt them. But then they're just like, for instance, like if you're with someone and they say they mispronounce a word and you don't, correct them on it and then they just like keep fucking up the word for the rest of their life and it's like and if nobody ever corrects them on it they're just gonna look like an idiot and they don't know because they don't they genuinely don't know not everyone has the same education you know and and they think they're fine because no one's ever corrected them on it especially if you're close to them you've never corrected them on it and then they're just like and then when they find out they're gonna be so embarrassed and it's like (laughs) just tell or like when somebody has some food in their teeth just tell them They'll feel better, like, they'll be glad that it's dealt with. And then they can move on with the rest of their life and they won't even worry about it. Like, but if you leave it and it draws out, then it's going to become one of those horror nightmares that they think about late at night, the one thing they did in middle school. And they're going to be thinking about it. It's not (laughs) nice. Oh, no, 100%. And especially if you're with them when they have that realization, that is going to scar them that much worse. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, be kind and correct people or, like, steer them on the right path as opposed to being nice in the moment and saving their feelings because you're just hurting their feelings in the long run. Yeah. 100%. I wholeheartedly agree. But, yeah. That was <laughs> ah, a tangent. Natural? Uh, t- t- I was going to say, this whole podcast is a tangent, so it, it's fine. <laughs> all, all fine. Mashal, mashal. Mashal. All right. Mashal, 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 mushroom, mushroom. Mushroom head. Snake, it's a snake. Do you remember that old? Is that the old internet days? No, I do not. I have no clue what you're talking it's about. The Badger song. 
I have no clue what you're talking about. <laughs> Give me a second. I, I have a feeling my Discord's about to ping, and I'm going to be either confused or concerned. <laughs> There's a 10-hour version. Of course oh, there is. no. 15 years ago. Yeah, let's go with that one. I don't think it's the OG one, but it'll do. It'll do. <laughs> uh, health. <laughs> Hang on. I I don't have any die in here. I needed to roll psychic damage. <laughs> Hang on to me. Where's where's D and D Beyond? Where's the where's where's the dice roller? I, I need a I need a dice roller. I need I need something. I need help. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. Everything's everything's fine. Okay, I'm fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. I've calmed down. Oh, I really really should have taken the shrimps. <laughs> Oh, Badger song. <laughs> that, that 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 was a song about badgers. Yeah, <laughs> it's old internet. Like that's uh, yeah, that's that's like Charlie the Unicorn days. Yeah, yeah, same same era. Let's go to Candy Mountain, Charlie Candy Mountain. <laughs> My kidneys, Charlie. <laughs> oh, you guys took my kidneys. Uh, uh, ouch, Charlie, that really hurt. I remember that. Charlie bit me. Those two people are like actual humans now. I, I don't need to be reminded. That's, that's <laughs> that, that hurts. That's terrifying. Well, I'm good. I'm fine. Nope. <laughs> Don't need to think about that anymore. Uh, uh, so swiftly moving back to Mashal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So background uh, to be formal for the first time in a while since we've been covering second seasons and whatnot for a bit. Um, Mashal is a like adventure fantasy comedy style thing. Mm-hmm. Um. Manga was written by Hajime Komodo. It is a Shueisha manga. It is in Shonen, in the weekly Shonen Jump. The manga is actually completed. Uh, completed a couple of months ago, actually. I read the final chapter on the day that it dropped. Ah. It has a total of 18 volumes. The anime was directed by Tomoya Tanaka, done by A1 Pictures, and ran from April to June of 2023 for a total of 12 episodes. But second season has been confirmed. Yes. Uh, A1 Pictures, for those who don't know and have been living under a rock, have done everything. Uh, Uh, So much. SAO, um, something we've covered recently, was a licorice recoil. Yeah. Um, fairy tale. Uh, they've done Kaguya Sama. They've done everything. So much. Um, yeah. So solid backing. Um, oh, 100%. Is, yeah. And that's also why we, like, at the end of the last episode, they did confirm the second season. But I think they were able to confirm the second season even prior to that because of the manga being so successful and already having wrapped up. And um, the fact that the company just has kind of money that they can invest. Oh, 100%. If they can continue SAO, they can continue Mashal. Yeah. If they can do however many hundreds of episodes of Fairy Tale. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's also true. Yeah. Plus Kaguya-sama, still ongoing. Still yeah. my favorite anime of all time. So um, good. Yeah. Uh, so some more background. It is rated a PG-13, which I think is accurate. There's no real... I mean, there's slight sexual hints from one character, specifically that's a bit of a crazy character, but nothing to the point where, like, if you were young enough, it'd just go right over your head. But there is blood. So blood and violence, be aware of that. Other than that, 
very fine at a PG-13. Oh, yeah. Um, PG-13 makes... It it makes sense. I mean, mm-hmm. it's stupid, but it does have some dark themes as well. So, yeah, PG-13 fits. Yeah, there's, like, death. Death <laughs> is on the cards. Yeah. Um, so, it is rated a 3.95 out of 5 on Anime Planet or a 7.90 out of 10. It's a 7.56 out of 10 on my anime list, giving it an average score of 7.73 out of 10. It has a drop rate of 5.86%. Um, after the first season, which is a little bit higher, but also it's kind of very dumb. So if you don't have this sense of humor, then you're not going to like the whole thing. You know, it's a very specific sense of humor. Yeah, it's it's definitely one of those, like, it goes after a very specific style of audience. Mm-hmm. Like, if you enjoyed One Punch Man... You will greatly enjoy this anime. Yeah. If you didn't, then this isn't for you. (laughs) Yeah, you definitely have the overpowered main character trope in this. Um, You have the... It's very heavily inspired by Harry Potter in, like, scene mirroring. Um, Oh, 100%. The castle, 100% modeled after Hogwarts. I will not hear otherwise. Yeah. Uh, not just, like, aesthetics, but also in, like, like, well, uniforms is for one, but also, um, the headmaster's appearance, the, um, the broom scene when they're, like, less learning to fly is almost exactly identical to, um, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone when they're having their first flying lesson. Um, the sport is the broom sport in this there is another one it's basically quidditch except instead of three hoops there's one like it's even the even the um score keeping machine is the exact same machine as in harry potter so it's like it's a it's there's direct scene copies um with this level of humor anime ridiculousness leveled on top so that is one thing to bear in mind um if you are a harry potter harry potter nerd you will probably enjoy this but don't expect it to be an animated version of harry potter it's dumb and stupid it's great fun and um yeah i would recommend giving this a watch if you just want something to shut your brain off to as somebody who absolutely fell in love with the anim- or with the manga, this is so worth a watch. They brought the manga to life in such a fantastic way. I had an absolute blast with it. I can recommend this really to anybody. Like if you listen to this podcast, this show's for you. Go watch it. <laughs> yeah. It it's that level of dumb. It's <laughs> It does not take itself seriously in the slightest, and that's what I love about it. Like, it Mm -hmm. knows what it is, it knows what it's doing, and it does that incredibly well. Yeah, fully agree. Fully agree. Um, So with that, let's check on those chicken hats. (laughs) Uh, One of my favorite soundboard bits, along with... We've already been talking about dicks. Have we? No, no, we've we have been clean for like the past three or four episodes. How strange! I I was about to say I'm proud of us, but I don't I don't think that's something to be proud of. Anyway, no, I'm disappointed. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm incredibly disappointed. Oh well, we need to. Should we watch a just rewatch Kjo next week? Yeah, I feel like it. We need to just step it back up a notch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if you're a gym bro and you like anime and you like magic and fantasy shit this is the anime for you when you're doing your cardio chuck this on oh 100 percent. but also don't don't get your hopes up this these are superhuman feet yeah you he, he says he's not capable of magic but if, if this isn't magic then i'm a potato like uh, this is <laughs> This is magic far and beyond, like, what is actually done in the show. Yeah. <laughs> the the fact that he calls it muscle magic is legit. Yeah, yeah. And the you comment think an section, Iron Man was tough? Wait till you see this. Oh, yeah. The comment section of this show, too, had me dying. Mm-hmm. 
You you can find it on Crunchyroll, by the way. I don't think we stated that. It's on Crunchy. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah, Crunchy. Um, okay, so I guess we should just jump into our favorite bits and characters because the, although there is an overarching storyline, it's a very simple plot of just Mash, um, who is our main character, going to an all-magic school despite being a non-magic person who is slowly like, like trying to eradicate people that can't use magic. So he was supposed to be arrested and cold as a baby, but he wasn't. He was raised. Then he gets sent to a magic school so that he can become the basically like prefect, like the the top student of the school. So then uh, he can be taken seriously as someone who doesn't use magic, but he's also going undercover pretending to use magic. So the plot line of the story is for him to gain the coins, which are basically merits. I don't, do you have those in America? Like um, you get like points and you get a merit and then you get more merits and then you can become like a like you head girl head boy no no we 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 had none of that (laughs) but we we had this thing called ar points where if you read enough books you got to go on special trips and get a pizza party (laughs) yeah that's kind of what we had in canada in in the uk it's much more of a or at least in the schools in like the upper schools um then you get like fancy roles if you you get more responsibility and you get to be a snooty person um but then you get to take that on to university and be like i was a snooty person and i got and, to be head boy does that get me a scholarship wink yes i'd like to go to <laughs> oxford please um, oh yes indubitably my good madam <laughs> yes very much so uh, <laughs> uh and yeah and i had them we had them in primary school as like a I guess like pre-training to going off to secondary or grammar school. Um, and I got five merits and I got a little badge that said five. Um, and then it, I would have probably gotten a couple more in my, if I finished my last year at school, but I didn't. So I was poor. <laughs> they had five. <laughs> but I didn't oh. get any demerits. So that's good. I did have to stand facing the wall one time though. I mean, several times. Walker went to the principal's office a lot. He used to have to stand outside of the headmaster's office or headmistress's office, which was like a even more punishment than going into the office because you had to stand there and on occasion your classmates would walk by and you would feel embarrassed. But obviously most of the time your classmates were like, what are you there for? Yeah, good job. (laughs) And it didn't work at all. See, for us, it was like, all right, to the hallway, you know what's coming. Yeah. And we knew what was coming. It was, you know, waiting on a lull in the class for them to go fetch the paddle. Mm. Uh, American public school systems in the South are great. Yeah, I was going to say, we got humiliation tactics. <laughs> that was as far as we went with us. Yeah, no, no, we got um... abuse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and moving on from that. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we always go back to the school systems in these uh, podcasts? Because that Maybe. is the root of our trauma. Uh, I, say, I think it's also just because of anime in general. Yeah, a lot of it is is teenagers. So. Nice. Sorry, I just got a text message from my buddy that went to go see the jazz anime mm-hmm. that I was supposed to go see and totally forgot. <laughs> he texted me yesterday. He's like, we still on for tomorrow? I was like, Fuck. <laughs> Totally forgot that was a thing I was supposed to do. Because <laughs> whenever they released the trailer for it, I'm like, hey, this is showing in American theaters. It's like, oh, tickets aren't available yet. And so ADHD completely blocked that out. I get the text message yesterday and I was like, shit. <laughs> I really wanted to go see it because jazz anime. Yeah. But also I started to read reviews on it and it's a very cut and dry thing it's like you mm-hmm. are either going to love it and think this is the best anime film of the year or you're going to hate it and it all depends on how much you love jazz music because that's all it's based on i was like I mean, interesting that kind of I makes mean, sense like, yeah but as like you and i both enjoyed kids on the slope so i feel like it would have been up my alley to some regard but also it's like hmm you know, I'm curious, because if it 
was focused on that so much and it came to such a lull, I wonder how well it would have held my attention. Yeah. The music would have had to have been gripping enough. Mm-hmm. And and that's one thing with films in general is that they need you to become attached, specifically music films, they need you to become attached to a specific piece of music so that then when you hear it in its full build-up, um, you have that emotional connection built into the piece of music throughout the beginning of the film. But if they play it too much or rehearse segments of it too much or like repeat it too much to the audience, it can very quickly lose that emotional buildup and that emotional connection that you've already established and just become irritating. So you need enough variety in the music, but still that consistency of like building that emotional connection to where then when the big, you know, um, apex of the film happens, you aren't just like, ugh, this again. But also, like, still, like, moved by the piece. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like, and now granted, like, we haven't actually, I scratched that. We did watch one actual music anime film in Liz and the Bluebird. Mm. We have watched musicals with things like Belle and Sing a Bit of Harmony. And I absolutely adore musicals whenever it comes to stuff like that, because the soundtracks are always impeccable and they do a great job. Liz and the Bluebird, I managed to really enjoy because for one, Kyoto Animation does not miss whenever it comes to animation on Mm. anything. And the story was also really good. But I'm, again, I'm curious how well this one would have, especially with Matthew having texted me and just said, it's pretty good. Mm. I'm, because he and I have very similar tastes in anime whenever it comes to that type of thing and seeing films, but I'm like something about that answer, knowing him does not inspire confidence in me mm-hmm. on how much I would have enjoyed the film. However, yeah. when it releases, we will watch it and we will cover it. However, at this point, um, I'm withholding my next trip to Knoxville to go watch an anime film until Tunnel of Summer Exit of Goodbyes comes out next month. Mm-hmm. Yes. I am, I'm so looking forward to it. But it had better play on a day other than just the third, because the third is D&D night. And as much as I really want to go see an anime film, I can't miss D&D night. No, kind of hard to play D&D without the DM. Yeah, just just a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Dungeon Daddy has to go. <laughs> Okay, so, yeah, that's the main plot, is him trying to get, basically, uh, enough of a good reputation to where he can reveal the fact that he doesn't have any magic, and then him and his dad can just live peacefully. Um, obviously, that comes with challenges. He has to collect these coins, so uh, he's uh, running into different things that are happening along the way. Most of those things happen by him making enemies, and then those enemies usually just join his team, and he collects them one by one, like Pokemon. I was going to say, most shonen anime are Pokemon. Yeah. But how many people can I beat the shit out of, and then they become my best friends? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Except Mash doesn't even really view them as friends. They're just like flies on the wall, essentially. He doesn't even remember their names. People just he like, can feed cream puffs to. That's yeah. it. <laughs> All that man cares about is cream puffs. Yeah. Cream puffs and his dad. And I love it so much. Like nobody knew of his existence until he had to go out and get a special limited edition run of cream puffs and then rip the shirt off of a police officer. Twice. Beat the shit out of that police officer. Beat the shit out of another police officer. And yeeted his own wand back at him. Because he's like, yeah. oh, he's like, <laughs> I'm going to use magic. Winds up and baseball pitches that wand to destroy the dude's defensive magic and just into the wall. And it's like, huh? <laughs> it's, the, that's one of the elements that I find hilarious about this anime. Is that 
I guess, muggle sports, because they don't have, like, just non-magic sports, real-world sports don't exist in this world. However, he he uses volleyball, baseball, football, like, all of these different techniques in his defensive strategy, and the the in-world understanding of this is that he's lifted so many weights, he's developed these sport techniques in his own right, perfected them, and now uses them against magic. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, they all are like proper techniques, though. Yeah. So it's, it's amazing that that's the bit that comes out of it. But also, yeah. it's just like how overly exaggerated it is like whenever they started talking about the mirror in the last episode, I lost my shit because it's, you know, what's coming because of how much they're building up this mirror. They're like, Oh no, this is the most feared magical item because it will reflect back whatever magic you send into it. And then mash just straight up front kicks. The dude breaks the mirror and lays him out. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they're very, very, very good at establishing the setup of the joke just being so incredibly ridiculous of just, but he can't get out of this situation by using magic because this is a situation in which magic can't work or or um, his magic is going to be reflected or his magic is going to be broken or he's just not strong enough with his magical ability to va- face this other person who's using magic and he just punches them. <laughs> <laughs> or the bit about the mandrakes or the mm. mandrake turnip ripoffs. <laughs> oh, I enjoyed that bit so much where he's like, oh, let me try the incantation. And then it cuts off to the other one. Like, and he's actually showing him how to do it. Probably he's like, oh, I wonder how mash will, or I wonder how mash is doing. And he somehow got this thing to just grow and become so fucking agitated. And then it like lashes out to attack and Mash just slaps the shit out of it. That noise that it made, just the oh! And having the red handprint just consistently throughout <laughs> yep. the next shot. <laughs> I was watching that with Oxy because this is one of the shows that we were watching week to week whenever it came out. And Oxy made me replay that bit over and over again, just because we could not stop laughing at just the smack. Ah! (laughs) It was so dumb, and it's so good. Just that, the fact that everyone is fair game, it does not matter, young, old, man, woman, does not matter. If you are a dickhead, you are put in... (laughs) the fact that he buried the vice principal (laughs) 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 that shit was hilarious the whole bit where dot was getting ganged up on by the dude and the chick and so mashal just punches the shit out of it the chick acts like oh no i had nothing to do with it drops the dude and like wraps his arm around her she's like oh he's not going to hurt me suplexes are onto her head i treat everyone equal (laughs) yeah these hands are rated e for everyone (laughs) Uh, oh it's so dumb but so good (laughs) and then what was it was it in the last episode where they had that full-on yeah, okay, so so consistently throughout the show, there are moments where it skips to the dad and the police officer who is now financially invested in Marsh, um, his ability to go to school, basically he's paying his school fees, um, and because he wants him to go and become this prefect person. And then in the last episode, when it pans to the, to the reflection of them, it's like, don't you actually need to work? You're, you're a police officer. He's like, screen time is more important. (laughs) (laughs) The fourth wall breaks. Just fully. And then they had another one where they were like having the whole English bit of like, I am heroin. You are hero. And MASH was like, oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
so good. Uh, but for like actual plotline things that have happened, um, we have Finn and Rain becoming like figuring out that they were brothers, which was pretty obvious as soon as you see them. Like their coloring is exactly the same, same eyes, same hair, like their siblings. Yep. Um, but we uh, towards the end of the season, the big, the final big bad guy comes along. And Rain was supposed to go and deal with him, but then the big bad guy comes in and then there's no Rain. So, assumedly, he's dead. (laughs) And then then we also have Lance, who was, is, is the big bad guy, but also isn't because it was him in disguise. But was it really? So there's big questions and reveal about him. Um, as well. So those are the big two things that are leading off into next season, um, along with the understanding that MASH, when he was abandoned as a baby, is possibly something bigger than he thinks he is, but we don't know about that yet either. So those are kind of the next things that we're looking forward to in the next season to be revealed. But for our villains of this season, we got puppets we got the puppets were freaking creepy <laughs> yeah they they were very creepy yeah um we got uh oh <laughs> why can't i think we got a mud dude who was like diving in mud and anti-gravity he was like shark mud dude yeah we got what did the girl with the pink pigtails i can't remember her she was just Oh, she, it was like charm spells with like mm. wind attributes as well. Mm-hmm. We got a dude who did like thorny stuff with vines. Stone dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, sharp frisbee dude. Oh, yeah. I mean, Giant all of them lane. got the, yeah, all of them got the shit beat out of them. So they're all irrelevant at this point. They'll probably yeah. become best friends before the show's over with. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but we got, we did get some, um, all of them had decent backstories. Like they all, and none of the backstories kind of like dragged on and were like, I don't really care about you anyway. They were all kind of dumb and stupid, which made it entertaining enough to listen to whatever they had to say. Yeah, it fits the vibe of the show. Mm-hmm. Sister Complex, who's Sister now a Complex. friend. Yes, but also missing. Yep. Um. So war cell is, or, or cell war, depending on which way around you want to put it, is our big bad. <laughs> then you got uh, a tease of who like the main big bad is yeah. at the end of the episode. His daddy. Yeah. The second season is coming out next year but it doesn't say oh airing in january to question mark i was gonna say i haven't heard anything about a winter release but who knows very possible according to my anime list it says january 2024 to question mark oh interesting so don't have to wait long for more yeah which i mean Works for me. I'm down for more Mashal. I've read through the entire manga, so I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of like points to say on it, but it doesn't, it's not like thought provoking to the point where you would have like conversational topics around it other than just sharing your favorite bits of stupid humor. And I don't really feel like that's necessary to really talk about in a podcast form because they, like I just want you to go watch it. Like it's fine. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things to where I put this on the list because it would just be a good stupid reset. Plus, mm-hmm. we're both Harry Potter fans. Like, that's been well established Yeah, through the Although podcast. Harry Potter is an autobiography. Yeah, it, it has no author. It's it's in the public domain at this yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah, Harry Potter itself, great. We don't talk about any of the rest of the shit. <laughs> no. No, and anything that came out post the books being finished lies pretty much if it's written in the books it's fine (laughs) 
Anything else after the fact? Any extra literature? Anything like that? All bullshit? Bullshit. Uh, Hogwarts Legacy was fun, though. Yeah, Lego Hogwarts is fun. That that was one of the last things you streamed, wasn't it? It was, yeah. I also I remember that. One of the first video games I ever played. Well, okay, so one of the first... One of the very first, when I was, like, under 10, was Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets on Game Boy Advance. I remember that. Yeah. I played that, yeah. and I played the either PS1 or PS2 version. I had the PS2 version of Order of the Phoenix. I played that one. I played the Goblet of Fire. I played the Half-Blood Prince. Mm. Um, I never touched any of the seventh ones. No, me either. But also, if you know how I am with the seventh films, um, I don't watch the seventh films. No. Well, I'll watch part one. Part two pisses me all the way off. I refuse. They botched that ending so bad. I no, I absolutely refuse. <laughs> Have I told that story on here? I think. I think at one point. Yeah, I, I was I was just over at Walker and Breeze back whenever they were at their last place, and we were watching it, and I'm like, I really don't want to watch this because the ending pisses me off. And they're like, No, no, we're gonna watch it anyway because Abby hasn't seen it, so we watched through it. And then right as it came time for that final clash, I just got up, walked out. Yeah. <laughs> they're, like, moment. they're just like, wait, come back. I was like, nope, I'm not watching that. It yeah. makes me unbelievably angry. I don't see how you could fuck something up that bad, but you did. So nope. <laughs> I will forgive a lot. I will forgive how badly they butchered the Order of the Phoenix because at least it's enjoyable. But just how much they fucked up that last film. No. <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah um this is way more fun than harry potter so, so much more fun i cannot recommend this anime enough it's it's just absolutely dumb. splendid yeah it's, it's dumb you can shut your brain off and just have a laugh yeah and for that 8.5 yeah i'm with you 8.5s across the board yeah Part of me is tempted to give it a nine. Then I was like, no, because it doesn't like impact me enough to give it a nine. No, there are some emotional heartstring moments in some of the backstories, some understanding of why people do the things that they do and how they end up being villains. There's like, there's a little bit of frustration in regards to like, I want you to reveal like for Mash, I want him to reveal more of himself to the people around him, but also understanding the fact that he just doesn't see them in the same way that they see him. Um, so, like, I want there to be more depth to the show than there is, but I can take it at its surface level because of the fact that it is what it is. I'm looking forward to the next season, though, because I feel like that next season gives us the ability to dive a little bit deeper into... Um, emotional bridging between characters which we haven't had so much in this season but i don't think we needed it this season because it's our first season it's establishing the world and the um the dynamics of everybody what will be interesting is kind of the one punch man style conversation of when you have a main character that is so overpowered that they easily defeat every fight for the way that they are and then eventually they face someone that they like can't overpower you then have this bridge of like you're you are you losing the comedic structural integrity of the show but you need to have development otherwise it's just too repetitive it's a delicate balance and i'm interested to see how they navigate through that cross that needs to happen um to to take the show onto the next level but still keep the essence of the show and the foundation that's already been laid. I can tell you that the show does not grow stale. Okay. Th throughout the entire manga, I was thoroughly entertained. Okay. Like it knows how to blend the humor. Well, not take itself seriously. Well, the moments where it does take itself seri seriously, it's like, Oh damn. Okay. Yeah. But no, like genuinely, because I caught up to the manga um, whenever it still had like 30-ish chapters left. Basically, whenever the anime was announced and I saw how hyped everybody was, I immediately started reading it. 
and I got caught up and I could not wait week to week for it to come out. That's just how enthralled I was in the story. Like I, that and Chainsaw Man just kept me entertained week to week until this one ended. And then I was, gen- I was genuinely sad when it mm-hmm. ended because I was like, shit, like I really enjoyed this and now it's over. Now yeah. I need to find the next stupid manga to read. Oh, well, I'll get there eventually. Yeah. And you got to start collecting figurines of this one. I really want, I just want mash holding a pile of <laughs> cream puffs. That's all I want. Yeah. And then you need to get a, a version of mash in his black workout suit, um, laying on a bench, doing bench presses. And it's like, or the part of like him doing like one legged squats while yeah. twirling the fucking barbell. I think that barbell had over like 700 pounds on it. He's holding like it with the, like two fingers. Yeah, just literally just sitting there twirling it. Or as he's getting ready for the fucking magic exam, he's just sitting there getting swole. <laughs> just. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Very funny. So much. Very funny. Very good. Yeah. Eight out of ten on the watch scale, but ten out of ten on the recommendation. Yeah, one one hundred percent. Uh what are we doing next week? Um, we're doing the other one, right? We've we've got a lot on the list. Um so Stardew Valley Simulator or that was the options of last week, so yeah. Yeah, say so we've got that one, or I can't wittily come up with something for Hell's Paradise other than the fact that the OP is amazing and it's a badass show. But Vinland Saga Season 2, which, again, aptly named um, Stardew Valley Simulator. Yeah. So, you look forward to that next week. Um, You got anything else? Nope. Okie dokie. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Blue and I greatly appreciate it. Socials. Blues Lavenders over there on Instagram and Twitter. Brad Carter Gaming on Twitch. Brad Garen VO everywhere else. BNB Anime everywhere you can find us. Website bnbanime.com. BNB Anime YouTube slash BNB Anime. Uh, a lot more stuff to come on the YouTube channel in general. And yeah, that's all I got. Um, See you next week. Love you. Bye. Bye.